Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Alistair. Yes, You know what this means? We're Mm -hmm. talking before the song, and that can only mean one thing. Oh, is it Uh, ads? It means ads. Mm. It means the spell... The spell. The spell. The spell. The spell Spell. that is cast over all of us Mm -hmm. when we crack open a new trial pack from Harry's Razors Mm. and we get that vague waft of that minty face cream, you know, the the foaming gel, you know. Your eye catches the weight of the handle. You can sense the weight even just by looking mm-hmm. at it because it's it's so palpable. You can palp it, you know, mm. and then and then what's that what's that there just to the side of the blade? Why? That's the travel case. Oh, oh. Yes. and so many other things as well. And more besides that we will reveal later on in this episode of two in the... Let's just do the song. (laughs) Hello and welcome to Two in the Think Tank, the show where we are so tired. We are so tired and we only have 40 minutes to do an episode, you know, and we've been tired before and episodes have blown way out. But here we've made the mistake of not booking the booth and do go on and coming in after us <laughs> to record their podcast. And you know what they can be like. Oh, Jeez. brutal. You do not want to cross cross that, that trio. No, absolutely you know? not. And firstly, oh. they outnumber us. Andy, do you remember there was a time when we had done an, a, an episode where we were tired and we were like, oh, this will be known as the tired episode. Mm-hmm. And then since then, we have been tired nonstop. <laughs> this is now known as the tired podcast. Look, that may or may not be true. I've listened to a fair bit of uh, the worst idea of all time. Mm. And I think they have sounded so much more tired than we ever had. No, and they're nice way more successful. Yeah. So I think we've just got to push on through. They seem like such lovely gents. They are some of the loveliest of gents. Very mm. funny people. Anyway, anyway, listen to the worst <laughs> idea of all time. We've got to, we don't have, it's not like we're in a rush to come up with sketch ideas. We've merely gone with the, this is the worst organised idea of mm. all time, this one. Oh, absolutely. Okay, uh, What how do you about think this? is the is... worst organised idea of all time? No, sorry, oh. you go. You tell us your thing. How about this? I want to hear yours. Um, is it, could you have a business that's based entirely off of podcast recommendations? Because that's the thing people seem to want. And it's the only thing I want to talk about. Mm. It's like, man, what did we talk about before we had podcasts to recommend to one another well we used to not have to recommend things because you couldn't access thing outside uh, uh, access things outside of the time that they were originally played mm. Mm. And so you could say oh you should watch this documentary if ever it appears on television yeah. ever again <laughs> when you happen to be nearby like and I, I, back in the day, mm-hmm. I never looked at a TV guide or anything like that. I never knew what was coming up on TV. You would just switch it on and just hope that there was something tolerable. Mm. I remember one time I got home. I was being babysat by my auntie. Mm-hmm. 
And we as a family always watched the bill, not with my auntie, the rest of my family. She was babysitting, so she was over. And so she wouldn't watch. And it was late at night, right? And and she, well, I don't know what she watched. She wasn't there. Okay. Okay. Anyway, late at night, me and my auntie, I switch on the TV and it's a police procedural. Mm. And I'm like, I just told my auntie, it's okay, we're allowed to watch this. It's the bill, right? Because it was police and I was mm-hmm. like, we always watch this. Mm-hmm. And then it just proceeded to become one of the most grim and harrowing like <laughs> stories of just like appalling, appalling things happen to each other. And, I was like, and that's when I realised I think that there were other shows that had police in them that weren't the bill. Mm. And my auntie yeah. at some point said, I don't think we should be watching this. We had to turn it off. But that's that's what it was like. Was it The Shield? Could have been The Shield, yeah. I think that was pretty grim. Yeah, man, really bad things were happening to people uh, who I assume didn't deserve well, it. I want you to know, Andy, that if I am ever watching television with your children and yes. I want them to call me Auntie Al, <laughs> is that I will never stop them from watching things. I will say, I think we definitely should be watching this. Mm. You need to learn about mm-hmm. these things. Early. You need to learn that there are different types of police shows. That's an important lesson. Not everything's the bill. I mean, look, I think your parents were doing the wrong thing exposing you to the bill. I think you're probably right. You know, you, you it's know, a gateway. Early, the word early, it means mm. to arrive. Mm. Wait. Like an earl would. Yeah, like an earl. <laughs> <laughs> so I was going to say, do they, are they known for being timely? Uh, I guess time Earl. Um, the, t- the Time Earl. Because, <laughs> of course, uh, Doctor Who is a Time Lord. Mm. But it means you could have a Time Earl, That's a Time a, Baron. A oh, time. I'd love to be a Time Baron. You could be a Time Count. A Time Count. Well, that's just a watch. <laughs> oh, clock. Um, man. Right, are where these, are we? Are these Pull ourselves ideas? together. <laughs> these aren't sketch ideas. Well, we're are burning they? time, Alistair. And we're not some kind of time baron here. No. We're the least time. We are ba- we are time baron, but B A R R E N, in that we don't have very much of it. And that we can't because give those birth do go on. People are breathing over our breathing, breathing down our, over our necks <laughs> and into <laughs> our mouths. They're giving us mouth to mouth. We've passed out, Andy, and we're being brought back to life. Man, I hope this is all just a hallucination before I am brought back to life. Comedy Festival starts tomorrow. Comedy Festival starts tomorrow and we have been working on our show. It feels like constantly for months and got nowhere. No, it's it's going great. If you're listening to this, it means it is the opening day of the Comedy Festival and you should absolutely book a ticket and come and see the show tonight. Or later on, anytime, it'll be great, all of them. Oh, my goodness. Andy's panicked voice sound is, is due to calmness and certainty. Yeah. Are there, do, do any people panic? He's one of those calm panickers, you know? I think so. <laughs> so he's a calm panicker. Wait. So he panics because of the calm. Yeah, yeah. I think that's nothing's I mean. happening. Nothing's going wrong. <laughs> no, it just sounds like regular run-of-the-mill anxiety, doesn't yeah. it? <laughs> Yeah, but I've I think if we called the them calm, calm panickers, um, mm. can we can we just make a person with anxiety be m- much more fun like that? Because I guess it, in a way it's probably also got some mania in there. Mm. Oh, that is more fun though, isn't it? Chuck a bit of mania or anything. What about this? Mm. What about a very calm war? Mm. Okay. You know, 
Like everybody is murdering everyone, but nobody's in a rush. Every, you mm. know, everyone is it's quite lugubrious. I think it'd be quite pleasant to watch. I mean, if anyone's using the word lugubrious. Lugubrious. You've yet, clearly got time. You've got time. <laughs> you, when you could just say, oh, it's nice. This is quite a nice war. You go, geez, what a lugubrious time we are having here in this uh, conflict. I think that's a sketch, Alistair. Calm war. Calm, calm war? Okay. Yeah. I'm going to write calm war. Um, I think uh, calm warfare. Because, because I mean, war's bad enough without being stressed. Absolutely, <laughs> totally. And I mean, it's it's like it's the sort of it's the guided meditations of war. Mm. It's the it's the it's sort of the weekend away of war. Has this been done in war? Uh, in a war sketch of some kind? Somehow they mix up. Uh, aromatherapy gases mm. with uh, <laughs> with like the mustard gas and something like that. so they launch mm. a whole lot of patchouli oil say at the opposition trenches yeah. and they become incredibly calm mm. and then the, on the other side they they fill up their um, what's their their trebuchets this is <laughs> these, are, oh, wow. these are people from quite an hugely older hugely mismatched <laughs> yeah <laughs> they fill up their trebuchets and they light the stuff inside it turns out to be they think it's dynamite mm. <laughs> and it is dynamite for curing your no, uh, it's, it's, anxiety it's, it's actually just in, incense oh and sure. then they send that over and mm. they're like oh, i feel like doing some dusting mm. potpourri no. potpourri is that how that's pronounced? Potpourri. We always pronounced it potpourri growing up. Yeah, and then what? I think I saw in a British crime procedural. Maybe this was after we'd started watching other ones. Maybe this was Alan, uh, Jonathan Creek. I think I saw someone refer to it as potpourri. And I thought, oh, that's fun. Yeah, but then you also remember it. that the French don't pronounce pronounce the uh, the consonants at the end of their words. I didn't say I was pronouncing it French. No, I know, but pourri would be French. Pourri. Yeah, pourri. 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 Po, potpourri. Mm, po. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Rotten pot. Pol potpourri. Pol potpourri. <laughs> he could be one of the guys in this war. That'd be so nice. <laughs> so one of the calm. sense. One of the sense of the war. Mm. Um, well, we've got calm war. Yeah. How about exciting bath? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, why not? Why not flashing lights? I think that'd be actually look pretty. Rave bath. Mm. This must be a thing because you have bubble raves. Yeah. But. But you never just have a regular bath rave. Yeah, never just a, a bath rave. Yeah. I mean, I think actually flashing lights underneath bubble bath that move. That move. That could be quite smoke quite fun. in the air and lasers that go mm. through and create a lattice of lasers. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, um, because everything everything is in. You're right. You're absolutely right, Alistair. Everything, <laughs> everything about baths is all about um, calming them down. Yeah. I say, take a couple of pingers. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But not even like good, good eu- euphoric ones. Take really rushy ones. Ones that are mostly amphetamines. What actually are bath salts? Cause bath salts are a drug of some kind, aren't they? I'm not sure. Is it PHP I think, I think or it's something? A euphemism for some kind of. Yeah, it's either PHP or angel dust. What's, or which like one's that. PHP? I don't really know. I think those are the ones that end up leading to people. You know, like there's always somebody like rolling on the ground in the in the road. Mm. Like that. Is that, is that the what they, they say? They give them extra strength and they like run through walls yeah. and they. I think that's what they thought that um, the ter- the police said. Ah, oh, some guy on PH. 
PCP. PCP. Uh, I think that's what they said the Terminator was on in uh, Terminator 1. They just assumed he was some guy on, on PCP. PCP. Yeah, yeah anyway. they, they, pick up, they pick up cops with one arm and they throw mm. them and things <laughs> like that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We're experimenting um, with PHP, uh, PCP with, uh, in, you know, that would really ruin calm war. Mm. You know, because, like, I guess, I guess that was the thing. The Nazis used a lot of oh, like, sure. methamphetamine, I think. Mm. And, and Trying to make super soldiers. But I yeah. think it's a thing that it goes back. It goes back to, like, you know, the Vikings used to choose some kind of a thing mm. that would send them berserk or something. Or maybe I'm remembering World of Warcraft. Either way, it happened. In the well, past. I mean, it's like in South America, people would chew coca leaf or whatever. And I think mm. people in like Taiwan, they chew bidu nuts or whatever. You know, mm. I think that's a... Mm. There's all things that have stimulants in them that people chew and mm. get a bit of a kick out there's of always it. always chewing. There's always... Che- I mean, it's something to do. We've really removed the chewing from a lot of the recreational drug use, though, mm. haven't we? Yeah. You know, you no longer have to chew all these things. Yeah. The, um, but we've added the stamping... You know, there's more stamping. Oh, now you just grind your teeth, don't you? Oh, you really do grind your teeth, yeah. yeah. I think rave bath is a thing. Yeah, but I think it needs to be more exciting. It's like it needs to be like, sure, rave, mm. but but what about like a SWAT team comes in? But how is how is that then a practical thing for people to... Oh, you know, but I guess that is. I guess that is a practical thing for people to, um, you know, it's just a service that you sign up for. You know, and these things occur while you're having a bath. I mean, of course, the thing that would really make baths mm. exciting is a whole lot of precipitous electrical equipment sort of dangling or balancing oh, you see? over the water. Exciting bath. Exciting bath, you know. It, it's like it's like the movie The Game. <laughs> Which we love on this podcast. Which you love on this podcast. Because it's a real concept film, yeah. you know. You don't get many of these anymore. It's all like, oh, I'm going over here. I'm going to go visit so and so in Italy. So it's it's that that's movie not a concept where people, rich people, pay to have an experience that feels so real mm. happen to them. And then after they have that first one, you know, it's, it involves being kidnapped, mm. getting embroiled in some, you know, some political thing, or your wife, or you know, mm. getting embroiled in your wife, getting embroiled and. You know, your wife gets kidnapped or she turns on you and then tells other people. My wife and I, we've really become embroiled in each other's lives. Absolutely. (laughs) Broiling. Have you seen broiling? Broiling apparently is like... Is that like baking and boiling? No, you'd think it would be that. That's what I think it is. No, but it doesn't involve any water. I think it's just a grill. It's like... No, 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 no. There's water involved. No, there's no water. There's water and broiling. Well, I mean, there's water in everything. So in that way, you know... Thank you. You're not entirely incorrect. Um... Anyway, so it's that. But you have a bath. It's this place where you go to, and it's just called Exciting Bath. Mm. And you go in there, and they don't even tell you. Like, they get you to sign a thing to say, you waive all your rights. (laughs) (laughs) All of them. (laughs) All of them. Every right. Like that. And then you basically, like, then then it's up to you. It's just like, this is the alternative for the... It's it's the... Mm. it's, It's... if you buy your wife a spa time, like, you know, it's finally you can get, it's the spa for the man who wants to keep sure, exciting. Oh, man you know, spa. Man spa. And obviously yeah. it's also for women. Obviously sure, it's course. also for women. But it's man a, spa it's a man is experience. for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's a dumb man experience where mm. you want to be scared 
whilst doing something so that's... You think they re- release some kind of animal into the yes, water? Yes, <laughs> yes. That one that goes up your dick pipe. That's not real. It's what not if it's real. one of those snapping turtles, though? Those are real and they could take your dick off. I know, but these, these ones... I wonder if there's a list of anywhere of all the animals in the world okay. that could take your How dick off. How about this? <laughs> so that creature that goes up the stream of your penis, yeah. uh, up the stream of your piss, that's not real, but it's based... There's, you know, it's probably partially based off of a creature that people have actually seen mm. and that they, they fear. So we release that creature into the bath. Whatever that is. Whatever that is. Could be a piranha. Sure. A single piranha. Alistair, what about my offer about the list of all the animals in the world that could take your dick off? <laughs> What's that? Was it you offered me that? I mentioned it in the middle there uh, just as a comedy suggestion. Wait, but it's just you. You give them a list. Yeah, then this is it's an unrelated list. Yeah, right, of every animal in the world that could take your dick off, right? Or it's a TV show called "Could It Take Your Dick Off." <laughs> I mean, it's a good idea because I think there's, you know, mm. I think there's big creatures. I think there's small creatures, all of whom could take their dick, your dick off in their own way, mm. like a crab or a horse. You know, yeah. oh, I think that both equally. Brutal. The horse? The horse. Of course the horse. Oh, wait, the crab? <laughs> not brutal? Well, I think... The crab is like a snipping. It I feels think... more surgical, doesn't it? Yeah, I, I think it's just... Even once the horse has bitten through, it's still so close to so many sensitive things <laughs> with so much big mouth. So much big mouth. You know? You're right. <laughs> Whereas the crab, it feels like you... I mean... I'm I'm picturing a small, cute crab. So you might be picturing some... I'm picturing a pretty big crab. I'm picturing one of those ones that crawls on across that island where David Anborough goes and they're all going across a road. Those tiny little ones. No, they're little... pretty big. They're big. They do this huge migration. They're all big. Coconut crabs? Maybe coconut crabs, yeah. Maybe I'm picturing a coconut crab. Yeah, well, that would be scary. But then mm. you would see that coming. Not that horse, though. I know, but a horse, a horse you would naturally allow near your groin because it feels like it, it's bowing, you know, so that you can scratch the top of its head or whatever. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's a majestic thing to do. It's showing you, uh, it's showing you respect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think what the horse has done right, okay, mm. is that it's put its eyes and the top of its head so far away from its mouth that you forget, I think. Like the mouth can be a lot closer to you than you would otherwise expect. Because you look at the eyes, and we're used to assuming that the eyes and the mouth are more or less in the same plane, but that is absolutely not the case with the horse, which I think might be the creature with the greatest eye-to-mouth eye distance. Mm, be very interesting to, to find that out. Maybe someone should come up with a list. <laughs> of animals with the greatest eye-to-mouth distance. I mean, what about Whales. Oh, whales, of course. But that's cheating, isn't it? Because they're just so big. Yeah, but then you could come up with some other thing where it's like, well, you know, but in terms of ratio mm. of body length. Yeah, but then oh, you're right. Once once we're, once we're splitting hairs over this, I mean, we've I know, given but, up on the no, vision no, 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 that no. we originally Andy, had. But what you're getting, what you're getting to is you're getting a full series of episodes mm. of this whatever show this is <laughs> where you read out lists of animals. <laughs> Based on some random criteria. Animal lists. <laughs> Animal lists. On discovery. Yes. I, I, I mean, it was it Linnaeus? The Linnaean system of uh, animal cl- classification. So he was the first guy who did this, mm. 
right? Who came Linnaean. up with yeah. the Linnaeus. He came up with the, these, these, the classifications of animals. He's yeah. the one who I think originated the scientific name format where you have two sort of words. One's the genus and one's the species or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and they're both some ob- obscurantist glossaroni eye. Yeah. Right? Crocodilus poniamus. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're better at this than me. Am I? Yeah. And um, uh, so that was him, right? Mm. But I think, and he would classify them into, into different groups. Let's have, a Latin, let's have a made-up Latin off <laughs> well, after you finish a sentence. Well, just I just want to say that what if one of his classifications, because mm. I think they were to do with, you know, the number of legs and the habitat and mm. whether it had hair and whether it produced milk. Anyway, what if one of them, one of the classifications was whether or not it could take your dick off? That is all I was going to say. I just wanted to one last time say what, it could take your dick off. Take your dick off. <laughs> in the... In the in the podcast, and now I'm done. I've got it out of my system. All right. I'll, I'll stop. Basilonius Corsamonte. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, Rippy Eye Verentanus. Porcentani <laughs> Corsinatius. I already said you're better at it than me, Al. Basilicus Mortananor. Yeah, I think you already said Basilicus. <laughs> I don't think so. Um, anyone interested to listen back? Sintai Nacus. Jamiroquai. Oh, Jamiroquai. I remember Jamiroquai. Yeah. Oh, Alistair's going to sneeze. No. Oh. No, no, he's not going to sneeze. wonder what happens to all the sneezes that you don't do. They're all you know? where all the lost socks are yeah. in the dryer. Yeah. They all, all go somewhere together. They all go somewhere. They all go to like some sort of heaven or they're never born. This is the tragic thing about the, t- the sneezes that never no, walk. No, no, they, they, they never existed. Born. No, they are born. They are born? Yeah, yeah. How? They're just not airborne. Uh. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> they're mouth born and they, they get swallowed or they go into your nose. I think that's because that's what, that's what all that snot that goes in your nose mm. is. But this is the thing. When I sneeze, nothing comes out of my nose. You know what per- perfect place to sneeze would be into a sock? We should just carry a bunch of socks in our pocket <laughs> so that you can sneeze into them and then you could just throw them away. And I think that would also probably look quite funny. You know, if you <laughs> held it up to your face like yeah. that, sneezed into it, it would really come out like a trunk. Yeah, it would fill you know? up like a, like, a wind, like a wind sock. And then what do you do with that sock? You look like Mark Maron right now. Me? <laughs> yeah. You look like Mark Maron. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I have got a moustache. You've got a moustache. You're, yeah. you're wearing headphones. Got a bit stubbly here. Yeah. I, um, think, I think you've lost a bit of weight recently because of all the sickness you've had. I have been so sick. <laughs> this is pretty much... This is the most sick I've ever been the last three, four weeks has just been one thing after another. Do you think the audience wants to know what's happened to me? I might have already told them about my first bout of diarrhoea and vomiting. Yeah. Anyway, bout of diarrhoea and vomiting. Lays me up for about four or five days, and then on the last day, I'm laying in bed and I'm like, oh, I've got a pimple on my nipple. So I'm like, that's a bit weird. Never had that before. Anyway, I squeeze it, right? Thinking that's what you do with pimples, mm-hmm. right? And then the next day, it's all sort of weird and sort of looking a bit gross. I'm like, well, I'll, I'll squeeze that again. Anyway, <laughs> it up. proceeds to become an infected boil, mm-hmm. right? And then it becomes this huge abscess on my nipple, like a cavern, and I get. A fever, I spend another day in bed, then I go and get antibiotics and those don't work and then I go and get more antibiotics and I've got to treat this thing and it's 
incredibly I've painful. I've got to squeeze the pus out. My wife is lactating. I'm squeezing pus out of... Everybody in the, <laughs> the family animal. is making white liquid from their, from their breast area. Exactly. And then I get better from that. And then I get diarrhea again. And then a cold. And then the next day a cold. Andy's trying to die so he doesn't have to do episode 200 where we come up with 200 <laughs> sketch ideas. I think my body knows what's coming and it's just, it's cutting out all the dead wood, right? Mm. It is getting all of this stuff out can of the way. Can we eat that wood? Yes, we can eat that wood. Yeah, we can boil Andy's dead wood. And dead wood. Dead wood. Oh, that's a TV show. Yeah, I know, but what about this? Wood dead. Is there anything in that? No. But do you think that Deadwood is actually a real, really a good TV show? I really all these things mm. that are such big cultural things. We need to we need to absolutely blank slate it again and then reassess everything afresh. I don't care that Orson Welles's Citizen Kane was mm-hmm. hugely revolutionary at the time. If you watch it now, it's a terrible film. It's incredibly boring. Right, mm-hmm. so let's just reset it. Every five years, we rewatch everything. Couldn't somebody just re-edit it to make it better now? Oh my god, absolutely they could. Like, I mean, hasn't Reader's Digest been sort of shortening books for like mm. for however long? Can't somebody just fix, you know, Fritz Lang's Metropolis, and can't somebody fix this Morton, Morton Lang or whatever <laughs> you, the guy you were talking about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Morton Lang. <laughs> hey, how about this? I know. Look, I know this is a dumb idea. Yeah. And that this is in the vein of the kind of ideas we come up with when we don't have any ideas. But yeah. You know, light bulbs. Yes. How about this smell bulb? That's incredible. Yeah. Yeah, that's really interesting. Um, see, what? But what does light allow you to do? Look. Right. It allows See. you to look. So light shines out from the bulb, mm. right? And it bounces off everything, right? And and then it bounces into your eye. That okay. doesn't really work with smell, okay. right? Because, it, you know, the smell doesn't really bounce off anything like that. What if it was... And it doesn't... Like, smell doesn't illuminate other smells. Well, maybe basically. we don't... Maybe. What is this? What okay, is this? Okay, what okay, is okay, this? Okay, okay, okay. okay. What okay. if... Okay. Instead of light coming out from the smell bulb, yeah. right? It's a jet of water, jet of sort of hot water... It clears right. out your negative passages. No, no, no. Okay. Squirts onto objects around yeah. us. It just sort of vibrates and pulses, yeah. right? And it breaks up the surface of all the objects, yeah. right? Mm. Causing them to release their natural smell. Oh, and course. now you can smell everything. So it like breaks down whatever oxide gets formed on the top mm. that prevents the thing from having its smell. It's natural smell escaping. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it's, it's sounding like a pretty hostile environment in mm. which to live and to enjoy the smell bulb. Well, what but you could do... That's just another step we've got to... What you could do is you could wear the smell bulb lotion. Mm. So if you put protects the lotion... Protects you? Yeah, it protects you from that You put thing. the lotion on your skin you put the lotion, or else the lotion, it gets the yeah. smell bulb again. <laughs> well, no, no, you want the smell bulb. <laughs> sure. And so you, you, you wear the goggles and you put on the thing like that and you go in there into the room and you just mm. put... It's just a bulb that has batteries in the bottom and you can just sit on a table. It's kind of like one of those... Kind of like one of those bug bombs that you have when mm. you're trying to... But you turn it on, and you know what? It could make light as well. Why not? Great. And then it sprays everywhere, and then everything's natural smell starts to come out. Mm. There are so many things. Like, 
couldn't tell you what this table smells like. I don't know what the no walls idea. smell Most like. The mugs, everything, cups. Everything has a smell. The mm. plastic of this microphone, yeah. everything has a smell. You just don't get to smell it. That's right, because it would just make some of the, the, the things airborne. I mean, it'd be great if you could just have a little spritzer bottle. Spritz it on there, it dissolves some of it, make, makes it airborne, you get to smell it. Mm. You know? Why is it great, though? What I, do we get out of this? Well, Making a richer world? Oh, uh, knowing more about the, the, the world in which you live, is mm. that... Does that, you know, knowledge for knowledge's sake? You ever heard of that? No. Hey? No, you ever heard of going have. traveling and, and, and experiencing what other cultures have? Well, we know more about the surface of the moon <laughs> than we know about the smell of the, this microphone holder. <laughs> that's, that's absolutely true. Mm. It's funny how you can taste some metals, though. No, yeah. that's not funny. Like, sometimes you get a spoon and you're like, I can really taste this spoon. Yeah, I think that that's poor quality. See, that's... That's what happens after you put the the the, the smell bulb on on things. Mm. That after that you will be able to taste it. I think that's really old and that's mm, old probably. metal spoons. It was something they worked out. It was a kink. Yeah, I'm writing smell bulb down. Yeah, so there's a kink in a spoon. I I suspect Yuri Geller is around involved. Yeah, you know, Yuri Geller said that he would stop Brexit using telepathy, mm. which I think is a great thing for him to be saying at this <laughs> stage. Still alive. Group. Yeah, yeah, he looks great. He's in really good shape. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. Him and David Copperfield should wrestle or something. I'm up for that. You, would you watch that? Yeah, I absolutely would watch yeah. that. I reckon Yuri Geller's probably, I think he, he looks like he keeps it pretty pretty tight. Yeah, and I mean, I imagine David Copperfield keeps it tight. Do you think that in the pre-match, um, you know, Biffo, the sort of the, the, the trash talk, mm. you reckon Yuri Geller say, I'm going to bend you like a spoon? <laughs> Um, sure, I think that's a great thing. I think, and what, what do you think uh, the other guy would say? I'm going to make you disappear like a building. <laughs> I'm going to marry you like Claudia Schiffer. <laughs> oh, I'm going to marry my face to your fist like Claudia Schiffer to me. Mm, am I right that they were married? Yeah, I was. I was waiting for an opportunity to say a Claudia Schiffer thing. Yeah, because yeah. is, is she the one that you look like? No, no, no. That's. Um, Cindy Crawford. Oh, I'm but sorry. I I don't look like her anymore because I got the mole removed. <laughs> because somebody said you looked like Cindy Crawford. Cindy Crawford. Yeah, somebody <laughs> said it when I was really young. Mm. Yeah, that age. But I think that's also a good age to get moles removed, probably. Right. I don't know. I look. So you get the chance to reform your own face. Mm? You get you get you get your chance to sort of grow into your face. Then, and what well, that scar is just part of you now. That's right. I'm, you know, no, but nobody really sees the scar, or, or do they? Do you see the scar? I, I, I didn't. I didn't until you mentioned it just now. And now it's all you can see. And now that's all I can see. It's sort of filling the room. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think. Don't you wish you had a bottle that you could spray against so you could see? I could <laughs> smell, smell the scar. Smell the scar. Yes, I do. Is there anything <laughs> getting Yuri Geller? And, and, uh... Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. David Copperfield 
to wrestle. Andy, at a time like this when we got to come up with five sketch ideas in under 40 minutes. Yeah, I mean, we've only got 10 minutes left until Do Go Honor here, and I, you know. Yuri Geller. Those guys. Claudia Schiff, no, no, versus, what's the other guy? David Copperfield. David Copperfield. Yeah. I mean, it could be for, to, 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 I mean, well, to decide what's real. Who's the greatest wrestler? Who's the greatest of the, magician. Of the two. <laughs> I think magician's wrestling. Yeah. Oh. I mean, because it's like, you know, when, when that Irish guy who was in the MMA fought Floyd Mayweather? Mm. Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor. Fought Mayweather. that boxer. Floyd Mayweather. Mm. Money. Money. Mayweather. Floyd Mayweather. Mm. Never was there a name that seemed less likely to be a boxing success. Yeah. Floyd Mayweather. I think, oh, look, he's... Floyd he, Mayweather, he sounds like he should be writing a book about an extinct butterfly. Mm. That's what I expect from Floyd Mayweather. Yeah, sure. I expect him to be wearing jodhpurs, and have a magnifying glass, and he lives on an estate in England, and he went on some kind of round-the-world mm. boat trip because he inherited all this money, mm. and he he investigated a, an extinct butterfly. Maybe he got That's a Floyd. maybe he got a, sh- a small grant from his local council, mm. and he poured in quite a fair a fair bit of his own money in there to also make up the. <laughs> Christ, he's, he's doing it for the love. <laughs> But I'm glad that detail that he got a small grant from the local <laughs> council. Uh, I guess in my one he wasn't rich. No, in mine he was rich. Yeah, no, I yeah. apologise. Inherited wealth. Yeah. Oh, inherited. Yeah. Yeah, well, he didn't earn it. I don't think Floyd's got earning potential. Yeah. He frittered it away, his butterfly project. Do Floyd's, is that a double L in there or is it a double D? I think you can double all the letters in Floyd and it doesn't affect it at all. Fluid. No, it's still Floyd. Doesn't, uh, however, however much Floyd you double. Floyd Mayweather. That's why he went into boxing because he <laughs> sound you know when you read it like that. Um, look, anyway, what I was getting at with that was that those uh, McGregor changed codes mm. to fight mm. for money, mm. you know, for you know, extra money and things like that against Floyd Mayweather, mm. and. That's what you could do with magicians. You just get these guys. Mm. They change codes because they're probably more money. I reckon one big fight. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. I wonder, you know. And and do you think they're going for Greco-Roman wrestling? Would you count sort of tabletop RPG as being another code of fighting? Yeah, sort I of like so. Dungeons and Dragons yeah. style roller dice kind of thing. Do you think anyone from Dungeons and Dragons would ever change codes into the MMA to fight mm. Conor McGregor or into boxing to fight Floyd Mayweather? I just... You know, I think if mm. that's if that's what we're interested in, those, these code changes. I mean, I, I think we came up with boxing sketches on the last episode as Did well. We? Yeah, it was about a pregnant woman boxing. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. So she could... Third round, baby. Yeah. Third round, third trimester. Yeah. Yeah. All right, look, we'll call that a sketch. Sure. We can't we can't afford to not call things a sketch right now. No, no, we and, absolutely can't. Um, we got three words from a listener. God, you guys are so lucky to have this sort of such intense concentrated episode of Two in the Think Tank. Oh, yeah. Um, and look, because we we were rushing for time, I could only find the most recent person to have joined up for the th- their three words. So, hello, Brendan French. Mm. You showed up in a timely matter and you you really skipped a cue there because of our, <laughs> our rushing. So thank you very much for joining up f- 
Brendan French. Thanks, Brendan, Brendan French. Brendan French. Um, Brendan French. That's a that's that name. It's fun to say. It's fun to say. It, it feels like I'm biting into a um, a salad sandwich. Mm-hmm. Brendan. Brendan French. It feels like I'm biting into a friend. Mm. <laughs> um, I wonder if any uh, foodstuffs have the, have the slogan "Bite into a friend." <laughs> Twinkie. I, I think the friend bar. Let's make the friend bar, and then you can say "Bite, bite into, into a, a friend. friend." Bite your mom. I guess fisherman's friend. Maybe they've gone with that. Do they do you bite into a fisherman's friend? No, you absolutely don't. I mean, you do once and yeah. then you never do that again. Yeah. Like you learn very quickly that that's not enjoyable. But What's with those mints where it's beautiful, normal mint on the outside and then you get inside and it's some fucking insane thing that looks mm. like uh, tiny rat poo. It's very dark mm. and intense and horribly flavoured. Those are LSD micro dots. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> but then is fisherman's friend's slogan, suck on a friend? <laughs> Suck on a friend. Um, Brendan French of uh, bite on bite on a friend fame fame came up with three words and then and they've got a good they've got a good real r- rhythm to them. Oh, that's lovely. This, this might even be a what's that a haiku? Oh, GoPro, yo yo, quid pro quo. <laughs> GoPro, yo yo, quid pro quo. Yeah. That is where, how these three, three words, words go. go. I think um, he's actually... Um, oh, look, don't. Uh, GoPro's one word. Yo-yo's got a dash between it. Quid pro quo. It's, it's Latin. <laughs> Latin. That's all one word. Yeah, all Latin, Latin is just one word. Yeah. Well, it doesn't. you don't count Latin words. So technically he's only brought in two words. Oh, wow. Well, then I'm sorry I reject them. Mm. Come back to us when you can count to three. Um, GoPro, yo-yo. GoPro, yo-yo. Mm. Uh, well, I mean, I imagine it would be horrible to watch video of a, a GoPro on a yo-yo. It would be spinning so much you would just feel nauseated. Mm. It would be meaningless. Yeah. Uh, quid pro quo. I mean, that is, what is that? That is, you give me something and I'll give something back. Like a yo-yo. Like a yo <laughs> Sure. I guess it could be It could be a, a sketch about... I wonder what of... the longest ever yo-yo string is. That would be in the Guinness Book of Records, I reckon. Oh, yeah. Oh man, there's a lot of people going after that one. Yeah, I mean, I, I, uh, I wonder because it's really just a long piece of string. Yeah, and then you've just put a tighter yo-yo to it. But then, but but you'd have to it'd have to be functional, right? You'd have to be using it, you know, and going the full length of yeah. the yo-yo oh, spin. Yeah. Okay, sure. I'm not just Alistair. I'm not just talking tying a string, a really long string to a yo-yo. Yeah, right, I guess I'm you'd talking, have to wrap it around. And I'm talking about the being the tallest man. And you and and the rules are in in, mm-hmm. in this yo-yo thing is that you can't have any height aids like you're not allowed to stand on anything right so you've got to have your mm. you're standing on a flat surface you've got sure. your hand up there and you're doing the full thing so no height like, aids no height aids so you can't you can't be on the edge of a cliff you can't be on the edge of a cliff oh no even though that's technically a depth aid but yeah. uh it feel, feels like a height aid yeah yeah it, it, in, in practice it's a lot like a height aid yeah um but i think then, then you've got an advantage to be tall but then do you then do you also have to stand the same distance from a wall as everybody else, because that feels like it's giving you a width aid. Yeah. yeah. Oh, but because well, you could go out. Oh, you can go out, of course. Yeah. I mean, that's where you're gonna. Oh, where yeah. do you think you're gonna go? I was gonna go straight down, but going out. Oh I yeah. Mean, so the, well, then, then, then the competition is just who's the tallest. Well, exactly. <laughs> and this is why I want to go up to tall people. Mm. This is what I'll say to them. Ah, you're pretty tall. Do you do a lot of yo-yo? That's a great. Do you do any long distance yo-yo? 
cross country yo yo. Cross country yo yo. Cross altitude. Mm, sure. Down country. How's the yo yoing up there? What's the longest yo yo you've ever done? <laughs> if you ever won any yo yo competitions or, you know, whatever. Um, look, I think just. There's some, there's some some edge of something there, maybe. There's the edge of something. I was also thinking, what about corruption within the yo-yo competitions? Like people who mm. cheat to help out their friends, you oh, know? that doesn't sound like corruption. That just sounds nice. No, 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 but like it's... <gasps> Quid pro quo. So let's say, Andy, you're a competitor in the yo-yo championships. Okay. Champs, right? And and me and my friend Keel. Keanu, right, Keel. Yeah. Uh, are also in the thing, and we're together. We're the top three, and yeah. and it's been a couple of weeks, maybe a couple of months, since you've made it in the top two, mm-hmm. right? Okay, it's me and Keel, right? right? And I have a pretty bad round at the right? yo-yo comp. At the yo-yo comp, yep. I'm looking like I might come third. Okay, like that. Uh, that was in my first round, but you get three. You get three rounds each. Whatever. I'm learning a lot about international yo-yo competitions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Keel Keel has a ba- the great a great round mm. right. Um, I can picture the headlines now. Keel Hall and it's a picture of him with all his medals. Yeah. Anyway, some something he he does something to help me get second. Oh, fuck hell! <laughs> oh, you had nothing. Oh uh, no, no no! But like I can't. Like it's something like where like you know he he just has to. I don't know. He has to like walk the dog. He walks the dog or something like that, mm, and then that gives sure. him a lower score, <laughs> and then that like that helps me get up to second. Get through to the next round. Yeah, to get through. All right. You know things like that. So, I uh, we help each other out, and then but he also makes sure he gets a really high score in the third one, so mm. that you drop out. Oh wow. Well, I mean, I guess that's international yo-yoing for you. Yeah. You know? look, okay. Ups and downs. Look, my yo-yo corruption idea wasn't great. I don't know, maybe maybe yo-yo corruption. He cuts your string or he twists your yo-yo. He puts some blue tack in your He gave me absolutely nothing for my ups and downs gag as well, Alistair. Well, I feel I like I'm just... I apologize, I didn't recognize it as a gag. You didn't recognize my yo-yo ups and downs gag as a gag. Yeah, is, so... Look, I feel like I'm really having to point out all my jokes today, which is making me feel like they're probably very good. Um, um I think... You know, you're about as unpopular as a man where, carrying scissors at a yo-yo's co- yo-yo competition. Running with scissors. Running with <laughs> scissors. <laughs> what, snip, snip, is that snip. why you can't? You shouldn't run with scissors. You might be a yo-yo there cop could nearby. Be a, you never know when there's going to be a yo-yo competition around the corner. Um, and that's why you don't run with scissors. Oh. Alistair, yeah. we didn't do the rest of the ad for Harry's. Okay, well, Quick. let's do it now. All right, let's do it now. And maybe while we're talking about it, we can come up with some more great ideas for uh, for uh, sketches about uh, GoPro, yo-yo, quid pro quo. Um, oh. um, well. All right, here we go. Harry's. Get $13 value trial set that comes with everything you need for a close, comfortable shave, weighted ergonomic handle, five-blade razor with lubricating strip and trimmer blade. I've come to really appreciate the trimmer blade and the lubricating strip recently. Absolutely. And I am, you know, I tell you what, I'm making a solemn promise to everyone in the audience tonight. I am going to go home tonight and I am going to shave with a Harry's razor. That is, <laughs> that is, that is ironclad. You can that take that. That was solemn. Yeah, solemn. Uh, we rich, rich. Lathering shave gel. Mm. And 
I don't I don't think much of the word rich. I don't when people talk about food being rich, I'm like that's not a real thing. That's not a real descriptor. There's no such thing as rich mm-hmm. food, right? You just but ate this, too much or something. But this gel. But this gel. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's rich. And the travel blade cover, which Alastair, you have a strong connection to. Yeah, absolutely. Listeners of my show can redeem their file, redeem their free. That listeners of my show can redeem their trial set. Redeem your trial set with thirteen dollars worth of value at harrys.com forward slash think tank. Make sure you go to harrys.com forward slash think tank to redeem your offer now, and let them know we sent you to support the show, Harrys. It's a razor that's very good. I think it saves you a lot of money. Mm. Like, well, this one saves you a lot of money because you just get the trial set. Yeah. But I'll tell you what really saves you a lot of money. The long term when you don't have to you know, pay those big bucks for those multi-headed razor blade heads. From other, you know, from your, your standard brands there. Yeah, standard those other brands. Those exactly. other mainstream. We won't even dignify them by saying their name. No, absolutely. I don't want to spread their... Spread their poison mm. into, into the world. <laughs> their their doctrine of hate. Yeah. <laughs> is that too strong? No. Uh, I think robbing you of money, mm. that is, I mean, they, they, they're not doing that out of love. No. And what is something that isn't love? Hate. Exactly. Um, GoPro, yo-yo. Um, I mean, what about this? Just a guy. He's got a big Santa sack on his back and it's mm. filled with GoPros. And he runs around and he just throws them at people and really hurts them. <laughs> right? Who knows what happened? This Who is, knows? Well, well, this is interesting. This is the beginning of a film. Well, the yo-yo, the, 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 the GoPro mm. is so robust, mm-hmm. right? It is probably the first camera that you could use as a weapon, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like you could, that you could bludgeon people with. At least, and, you, at least and throw. That's scary, Put isn't into it? A, some kind of melee, melee weapon. No, wait, melee. No, what's the ones that you throw? Um, throwing weapon. Throwing weapon. Mm. But what's you know like that? You know that um, that pouch that you kind of create. It's like a. It's a sling. Mm. No, a sling. Yeah. You, a you GoPro and a sling. A GoPro and a sling, and really chuck it like that. Mm. I think. I think it would 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 have been really interesting. Mm. Would be to go back in time and put a GoPro on some of those, um, you know, medieval uh, trebuchets and that sort of thing, and really see what mm. that looks like. Wow, well, if, I mean, think of how amazing the footage of the First World War would be if every one of those bits of um, what's the what's the thing they shoot up in the air? Yeah, uh, artillery. Artillery had a GoPro on it, or was a GoPro? This is it actually was being uploaded to the cr- cloud. I mean. Uh, Quite literally, in some cases, because you launch them up into a cloud. Yeah, of course, yeah. And then, of course, you download them. Download onto them onto people's the, bodies. Yeah, and sort it's of actually a bit horrible. Yeah, but <laughs> you could, you know, if you were worried about what happened to your loved one, you could you could find you it, could find out. Yeah. I mean, it's not ideal. No. But you could piece it together and really get a sort of a full idea of what happened during that war. Mm. In times. Of so, and is that bad? Is that bad? Like, I mean, because. That feels better to me because there would be a lot more closure for people. And I know it seems like a flippant idea, mm. right? <laughs> right? But, but it seems like, you know, there's more information. The people, you know, if people think that leaking stuff through WikiLeaks is good, then shouldn't you think that this is good? It's more information that you didn't have. More, yeah, well, people, the, if, if people want to know about the horrors of war, they should really see things from the perspective of a... Piece of 
ammunition. Uh, am- ammunition. Yeah. Yeah. And now, and the people who don't agree with this idea, is it because the f- the the quality of the footage of a GoPro isn't good enough? Is that what you're complaining about? Mm, mm. Is it you you want like a red? You want like a red camera or like one of those Sony ones that are also quite good? It's good that you uh, acknowledged the other companies who are also making good cameras. Mm. Sony, Panasonic. Panasonic. Yeah. Um, I don't know. This this is this is making me. I I I, I don't quite feel it as a sketch yet, Alistair. <laughs> <laughs> like wanting to see things from the perspective of a well, piece of uh, uh, military Andy, hardware. Would you say that bullets are a bad thing? Bullets are a bad thing. Um, maybe. Well, maybe I would. Maybe it's finally about time that we start seeing things from their point of view. That's a really good point. Eh? Yeah. Andy, it's fine. We already have five sketches, <laughs> so we can just not write it down. Um, you're you're worried. I'm 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 worried because uh, well, look, I'll just be totally honest. It reminded me of recent events, appalling recent events, where a guy was wearing a go had a GoPro on his gun. About sure. halfway through, I started thinking about that, and then mm-hmm. I thought, I think. I th- this I is just a, this is just it just made me sad. Andrew, I'm glad that you brought that up, and I apologize. No, it's but fine. I want you to know that the GoPros that I was thinking of were too big to fit on those that size of kind of. That's actually that's a huge load off my mind. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like a big load on whoever's gun you were putting it on. The yeah. size of this GoPro. Oh, I wasn't putting on guns. I was putting oh, it on knives, <laughs> artillery. I think a GoPro on a kitchen knife would be quite good. Mm. I, think that, I don't know if I haven't seen that no. in any of these cooking shows. I mean, look, I've but seen a GoPro on a can opener, and I've seen a GoPro <laughs> on one of those on mashed, one of those mashed potato crusher things, right? But no, never a knife. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. Oh, seen on a vegetable peeler. I think. You I know think... what? I've even seen a GoPro on a bowl scraper. I I, don't, I, th- I think this is a a cooking show. Mm. I think absolutely, it's all filmed with unique perspectives. The well, the point of view of the knife, sure, but then we also put a, a GoPro inside a cabbage, oh, and then yeah. the point of view of the cabbage is the cabbage is being chopped up, and you see What's the you know, happening in look, there. You look the... up at the blade, you know, as it comes down towards yeah. you, and then you also see that uh, a, a, a GoPro inside the pepper grinder. Mm. You see all those bits turning around. There's a GoPro there inside mm. the uh, inside the oven, inside yeah. the blender, <gasps> outside the blender, outside as well. the blender. Yeah. Sure. Oh, what about? A GoPro inside your hand. Yes. So that you can see what it looks like when you're holding the knife from the inside of the hand. Yeah. Well, you get the knife. The knife does get very close to the fingers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And you even run <gasps> the back of the blade GoPro against on the, fingers? the fingers, which is like what it's like. You really got to imagine being the fingers in that scenario. I that can't, would be I stressful. Can, yeah. it'd be, I can't imagine what it would be like to be a finger. Mm. Right. Um, I think intense point of view cooking show. Or maybe not a sketch, but. Boy, what a what a fascinating insight from the other side of the knife. That's what you'd call it, the mm. other side of the knife. <laughs> mm-hmm. The dark side of the knife. Mm. Oh, up in the up in the up inside the chook when you're stuffing it, mm-hmm. looking out the hole. That'd be good. Just the, the fistfuls of stuffing being shoved in there. It's my favourite one so far. Or especially as you're making a turducken. Mm. 
Yeah. Oh, there'd be a camera in each one. In each one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, would you like to take us through the sketches that we've come up with, uh, if that's the right word of course today, Alistair? Calm war. Calm war. It's just a calm war. Yeah. Finally. Aromatherapy has made it onto the battlefield. I guess in a way, maybe the the the, up, the oncoming the upcoming robot war will be a calm war. Um, you know, because I guess people will be killed so quickly mm. that you know so efficiently by things that are so much so superior to them. Yeah, I wonder. You'd want to think that robots in a battle scenario would so quickly be able to determine the likely outcome of any encounter. Mm. Right, using mass, that they would just not fight at all. They'd probably just roll into a ball and roll away. Roll into a ball and roll, roll away, or just be like, you win, let's not waste the resources. Like, you're the bigger robot, I won't even waste the resources. Well, robots will never do you. that because they won't lose. But what? Well, if it's a robot against another robot, yeah. though. Well, what if they, they just use robot logic to... Conf- to to convince the other robots. That's what they're going to do. They're just going to use robot logic oh, to protect each other. Let's all just team up. Why are we fighting each other? Yeah. We're all robots. We're the, one, we're the ones that are not made of flesh. Mm. No, it's, I mean, it's a good idea for the robots. Yeah. All right, and then we got excitement butt. Wait, no. Bath. Excitement bath. Excitement yeah. bath. It's like the game, but a bath. Yeah. It's a real splash then we got smash. Anim- then we got animal lists on no, discovery. Animal lists. <laughs> I'm amazed you wrote that down. That's great. Mm. Could it take your dick off? I see. I got. I said I'd finished, That's but right. I got one more in Animals there. Animals will take your dick off. That's one of the <laughs> lists. That's, it's a whole episode. I feel like this is a thing that we've come up. And then with we before, can talk it's about one of those not ideas. It's a, definitely an idea. Okay, and it's great. a whole TV show. Yeah. People are. You're back on. Could it take your dick off? I mean, today we're looking at twenty animals, and we're going to tell you exclusively. Mm. Could it take your dick off? And we talk to some of the leading experts. And we talk to people who've had their dick taken off. Yeah. <laughs> You know, finally, they're getting paid for something. You know, there's one benefit from... But I like you go and you just talk to, like, quite a serious surgeon or something, mm. like, and, you, and then you're asking him about whether or not... <laughs> yeah, you get the jaws or whatever, like the, mm. uh, like the skull of the animal, and you sort of test it with, like, a sort mm. of a... Like a ballistics gel penis or whatever. Yuri <laughs> uh, <laughs> Geller versus David <laughs> Copperfield, and they wrestle... Uh, uh. And then we got smell bulb as well. I'm gonna bend you like a spoon. I'm gonna. I think he said bend you. Bend you. <laughs> I'm gonna bend you like a spoon. Oh, that's quite nice. Just yeah. nestle together, mm. spooning. Yeah. And uh, don't run with scissors because you might encounter and ruin a yo-yo competition. That's the real reason <laughs> that we do that. And that's a sketch. I think that's a sketch. Mm. I think. Um, you just see it happening. It's just somebody, two pairs of scissors in their hand, running maniacally, first down like a grass hill. (laughs) (laughs) And then in slow motion, you see people realising, seeing them going, oh, no, and then they look across, yo-yo competition, 20 metres, there's a sign. That's it, and then he runs through. Ah, Like this, all that's going in there, snip, 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 ah. They're all running. Oh, no. You see the yo-yos rolling free down the street. Mm, exactly. They're just having this yo-yo competition right next to the <laughs> street. <the> street. <laughs> um, and uh, and, then, know, and then it fades as, as the carnage kind of, you know, it just gets to its peak. It fades out. And then a mom sitting on a bed talking to the, her 
daughter. Mm. She says, and that's why you don't run with scissors. What about this? It's just some kids in the States, yeah. right? They're in United the street. States. In the United States yeah. or possibly Canada. They're out there. They're all they have playing. Provinces. They're all playing yo-yo in the in the in the in the in the yeah. It's in the United in the, States. In the middle possibly, of the street. They're all playing yo-yo in the middle of the street. That's what you're right? telling me. Yo-yos. Yeah. Oh, the, they're on moving cars. That's no, a, the kids are playing. The kids are playing in the middle of the street like they would play hockey or stickball or whatever it is that they do over there, right? In Canada. Yeah. Oh, this is all they are to you. <laughs> you're absolutely right. This is this is all they are Just to me. Play hockey in the street. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm not denying it. And then and then instead of a yelling car, somebody says, Scissor man and then a man runs down the street see a man running down the street with a big chopping with a big pair of scissors and all the kids with the yo yos have to get off the street. And and, and the kids uh, with the ice hockey nets have to move it before <laughs> the net gets chopped up by the scissors. And then then when the scissor man's gone past, everyone comes back out mm. and sits up and then it's Oh, scissor man! And then another scissor man yeah. comes back in the other direction. Corkscrew man! And they're like, they don't move. No. Oh, and then they, they think it's all, gets all tangled, tangled in up the corkscrew. Oh, I think that would be not as bad, but still a real inconvenience. You know what I'm starting to think? I think I'm thinking, starting to think these yo-yo competitions are the problem. <laughs> You're right. You can't run with any instrument around mm. them. Um, and then, of course, we've got... Um, GoPro cooking Go, show. GoPro cooking show. Or the other side of the knife. Mm, have a look what it's like to be cooked. Thank you so much for listening to whatever this episode was of Two in the Think Tank. Still ended up being almost an hour. We've really got out of here. We've got gone 15 minutes over and I'm, we're, we're dead. We are dead. We're, we're uh, de- dead to the do-go-on people. Thank you so much for listening to the show. Please book tickets to our show, Magma, at the Comedy Festival. The link is below. Listen to Alistair's podcast, to- Shusha. Follow us on Twitter. Support us on Patreon if you feel like it. All the links are below, and we love, love you. you. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's, it's up to you. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm, HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 